Good morning, good morning, good morning. And that was a thousand and one strings playing one of your all-time favorite tunes. What? <laughs> thousand and one strings. Yes. I've seen their records in the uh, half-priced book dollar bin. <laughs> <laughs> they play uh, popular music. On strings. On strings. On strings. It's like an orchestra. Yes. Now, it's is, like it, is it a thousand and one string musicians, or if the total of the instruments, you get a thousand and one strings? I don't really know, but it's for, um, if you want to listen to popular music, but be classy. I see. I have a question for the group. Okay. Okay. Now, this is based on a conversation that I had with a guy at work. If, you know, two long-time sexual partners, okay, and... I see where this is going. The female... <laughs> I don't think there's a problem with swinging. <laughs> the female introduces a new position into their repertoire. Which one? I don't know. Got to yeah. tell me. Okay. But this is the kind of info you need to get, John. Well, I'll, I'll ask him. Okay. Is, is okay. this like, she must be cheating on me because she figured out a new position? No, no, no. It was, <laughs> it was let's, let's just say that this... this Where'd know, she learn it? She, let's just say the woman was totally satisfied. I mean, you know, I mean, really satisfied. Reverse cowgirl. And then that's all she wants to do. Well, no. The question is, how much credit does the guy get to take? I don't know. I mean, you still need to, like, you know, move your penis and stuff. <laughs> to do sex right so. and not come <clears throat> for a little while not coming it's like the that's the key that's, that's the best yeah. skill uh, maybe that, it only uh, took like four seconds just oh I'm done yeah that's the best skill any man can pick up not coming like, wait a minute <laughs> never mind <laughs> that's what they should be teaching in sex ed they should be teaching not guys uh, how not to come <laughs> Everyone's but sex I thought, life would be so much better. See, I thought that was the whole purpose. This is a condom. This is spermicide. Now use them. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, here are a few <laughs> exercises that we're going to spend the next seven <laughs> <Yeah>. weeks. <laughs> now see what this is, kids. It's an oil that you can rub on your penis to desensitize it. It'll make you last longer. Why would you want to last longer? Does this help make a baby? And the kids are just sitting there. I just want to come. <laughs> <laughs> Nana serving dinner. Nana serving dinner. Nana serving dinner. So what were we actually going to talk about today? Uh, we, we haven't started the show yet. Oh, we didn't? Yeah, this is all cold. Oh, I assumed that since Lauren said good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that, cold. that was the beginning of that the show. It. No. Uh, Lawrence? Well, I thought it was. Lawrence, start the show. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Unpaid Programming Podcast. I'm Lawrence, joined as always by my friends, my co-hosts, my colleagues. That's not what you say. It's not? No. You say, hello, good evening, and welcome! Oh, yeah, that's right, I forgot. I already said it, so just go and keep going. (laughs) Someone else covered you. Okay, so uh, I'm joined as always by John, Jeff, and Tim. Hey! Hey, hey. Hey. Should we say hello in order? No. No, No, you don't have to. Everybody knows. So, 4th of July. (laughs) Nobody knows. It doesn't matter. 4th of July. We're gonna go. Yeah, we're, 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 we're screaming out yeah, the head, I yeah, guess. Okay. All right, yeah, let's do it. We have a lot of topics, right? We do. We, should we, just, do. we actually we should did have a lot of topics. Actually, yeah, jump into the funny thing was yeah. like, I, like what was it? Thursday afternoon, you texted us. Yeah. Like, and usually, I'm the one that comes up with the talking points for the show because you guys are fucking lazy. It's true. I'm I am incredibly kidding. lazy. It wasn't I, nice I, at I didn't all. mean that. I'm sorry. I don't appreciate. Oh no, I, I take full 
full credit. I'm like, oh, because usually, usually I had to spend like you know the preview. We but usually tape every two weeks. Yes. And usually I it takes me a while to just you know come up with a bunch of you know news items or thoughts that uh, any of us could have had. Yeah. And so three days and put it through the group. This morning we had about like twenty different <laughs> items of. And business. we're gonna do all of them. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a four hour make it show. <laughs> <laughs> Season finale. No, we just started. <laughs> yeah, no. So, Lawrence, you actually watched the Trump Fourth of July thing? Yeah, I did. I actually didn't, but like, I didn't either. Lucky I couldn't God. find it. I, I will judge him and say I'll pretend that I did. Oh, I'll be one of those people. You, you, I watched it. Well, I shouldn't say I watched the whole thing. I watched like three quarters of it because I started late. But uh, yeah, it, it was uh, boring. Well, here's what I heard about it. Okay, <laughs> now. Keep in mind that I used to listen to a lot of like Opie and Anthony stuff on YouTube when I was doing things around the house. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And eventually that turned into um, a lot of Fox News clips. Of them making fun of because Fox because it, it would like autoplay stuff. No, Anthony Cumia uh, is a huge conservative. Well, right, not he's a, a huge conservative. He's a conservative. He, he's a conservative sure. guy, and in general, the show was a little you know, I don't want to say right leaning, but um, not liberal. Mm. Sort of anti-liberal while not being conservative. It's hard to explain. But anyway, my so my recommendations, it's all this Fox News stuff now. I'm getting all this Tucker Carlson and, and oh, things oh, like that, that and other conservative stuff, like Ben Shapiro clips. Ugh. Oh, what a whiny fuck. But I've been listening to all this stuff because this just comes on and I just listen to it because it's interesting. And then some of it's entertaining, <laughs> you know, especially Tucker Carlson. He's hilarious. So, but anyway, he's I no heard, Alex Jones. But though, I heard. I mean. But here's what I heard about the uh, the parade, yeah. and keeping in mind that this is you know Fox News, yeah, angle. Um, it wasn't. People assumed that he was gonna. It was basically gonna be like a campaign thing, and that he was right. gonna talk about himself he and all actually, this shit. And he actually pulled it off. But he, he didn't. But he yeah, didn't he, do that. But still, all the people on the left are like, "Oh, it was a campaign rally for Trump." But it I think they shut oh. up afterwards because I actually read a transcript of, of his speech because there was a gaffe and a pretty significant one. Oh, yes. One. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. But I wanted to see the context of it because, you know, you know how our, our soundbite, you know, oh, yeah. culture tends to work. You just hear the, you know, you don't hear what came before or hear what came after. One thing I was surprised about, because uh, he rolled the tanks out for fuck's sake. Which like it's, I mean, yeah, he had well, him sitting you know, there. In 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 any town USA, when they do their prayer, they get the fire trucks out. They get the, the yeah, shriners. but the fire trucks <laughs> a bit different. Which they mil won't. Mil fire trucks won't damage the road. <laughs> <laughs> Military parades are tend to be with dictators. Dictators. Yeah. 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 But I don't know why there's people are surprised about that. But I the, mean, I guess it is the you know the dictator thing that that's a little bit ridiculous. I will, but. Uh, but they do like the the Blue Angel shows and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, but they're doing cool stuff, not just the yeah, tank rolling still, through town. Well, people are complaining about the cost, like, oh, it costs so much to get these tanks out and whatever. Two and a half million. And it's like, well, we already have the tanks. We didn't buy yeah, tanks. Yeah. For but the you have to get them there. <laughs> no. You have to get the tanks. Yeah, to downtown. I know it is expensive to do it, and you have to pay people to drive them. Well, and I'm not against the idea of a military parade, and here's why: I think if you do it like Classy. celebrating the people, yeah. I think like military might though. It's best saved for like an NFL game when you get that flyover. <laughs> NASCAR. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a time and a place, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's a NASCAR rally. <laughs> well, what I was getting at the one thing I was surprised with. I know that Trump didn't come up with this on his own because I don't know if he actually he, cares about anything. 
No, I think he he did come up with this on his own. It's, because well, I'm not it, talking he, about the, I'm not talking about the gaff. I'm talking about the meat of the speech yeah, as know, a whole. He, yeah, uh, the first half did nothing but celebrate the people, the you know, military oriented, but also other, other individuals. You know, uh, talked about a woman that opened up her home during a hurricane, or so, and she just made food for people, things like that. Like he celebrated people in in, in service, and it was actually, except for the gaff was overall a nice speech and wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, yay me campaign stuff. Yeah, it was uh, a completely acceptable speech. And and here's the funny thing, though, about this parade, is he didn't actually get the idea from dictators. Yeah. He went to France, and every year there's the parade, you know, in front of the Arc de Triomphe. Bastille Day. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but, you know, it's different the way they do it because... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it... it... (laughs) You stop... (laughs) There, but there have been calls, you know, for years to do these um, military-style parades. And Dwight Eisenhower... By Republicans. A re- well, a Republican summed it up <laughs> saying that it would defeat the whole purpose of saying that we're the strongest nation on Earth, militarily, because you don't have to flaunt it. We should flaunt it. Yeah, I like Eisenhower. <laughs> he, uh, that, that was his, his thing. He said, no, there's you no need to do it. You weren't an Adelaide Stevenson guy? <laughs> should flaunt it so you know hey you want to fuck with us we have goddamn tanks why don't just roll the bombs out like north korea does i think they all have tanks now right yeah they just all have tanks. yeah, yeah. Everybody, just everybody has tanks that's a good yeah. point but we There's have a lot of one tanks. country that doesn't <laughs> but we have more zimbabwe tanks. they should get yeah. all the tanks out to show how many tanks we have <laughs> comparison <laughs> them all in one place. The I did enjoy how fucking tanks. central Kansas <laughs> line them all up. <laughs> he did request Sherman tanks, which I thought was was precious, but... <laughs> Alright, you want to go into the gaff? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm passing the baton to you. Alright, well, so... It's about the end time, because John, you were talking and Lawrence was clawing at the door. <laughs> and you were just... <laughs> Not letting him in. Hey, his name's not on the show You're on anymore. on the other side with your foot against it. <laughs> he had locked it. <laughs> turn the lights off in the house. Okay, I'm opening the door. You okay, can turn on so, it. Okay. So other than the gaff, the speech, like you said, was fairly normal, fairly uh, standard. But the gaff was just absolutely incredible. Uh, he started off talking about the American Revolution. What a great war that was, you know. Not, you wouldn't say it's like... <laughs> Like, a lot of people would say World War II was their favorite war. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to the killing, World War II just really... We have favorite wars. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. favorite wars. The high definition in World War II. I think Vietnam was the coolest war. Really? I would would assume that was... Anyway. I I think some people who were there (laughs) disagree with Someone who wasn't even even born yet, you get to see all the cool movies. There was some great music out of that era, too. But anyway, so he was talking about the American Revolutionary War and how Washington's troops had bravely stormed the ramparts and whatnot. And also how they had taken over the airports. and mm-hmm. Yeah, there's damn yeah. British airports. Yeah, those British airports. That one in Boston, really, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid British LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also in the midst of this, he somehow managed to... And, and then he talked about Fort McHenry, which in and of itself is pretty innocuous, but he confused his wars... That was the War of 1812, Fort McHenry, <laughs> 30 years later. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so. so we got a few wars mixed up. No yeah, biggie. That, that one's not as big a deal as the the airports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the storm, British airports. Storm the airports, yes. which means that like someone else wrote this speech. <laughs> yes, it was some fifth no. grader. He was, it one, one, was it one of those like? <laughs> was it one of those Ron Burgundy moments where like, yeah, fuck it, put him on there. He'll read it. <laughs> what happened was uh, what I I saw afterwards was this teleprompter uh, crapped out right then in the middle of of like that. A couple of sentences before and after, okay. so he's like, "Oh crap!" You know, I what? was talking about the war. Uh, what happened in the war? <laughs> uh, there were uh, guns and, and, and airplanes. Airplanes. <laughs> and... When he goes off script, he usually improvises better than that. Yeah, but but that's supposedly what happened. But that's not a great excuse. Uh, Bill Clinton's teleprompter died. Didn't he have like a sheet of paper in front and... of him? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, what I liked about that was he was always very critical of Obama using a teleprompter. <laughs> well, he doesn't use his very much. We we know that. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Obama can like improv really well. Off it's a probably like his though. guys that make him use one. Yeah. You know, well, they like, made him use. Well, well, here's the thing. Uh, whenever he has like the very most important speeches, like a State of the Union address, yeah. or like this one to make it look like he wasn't making the Fourth of July a tribute to himself, which he didn't do. Whenever, whenever he is told was. you absolutely have to stick to what we wrote for you, he does it. Yeah, and tends to do a good job actually. But if, if he would just do that. He wouldn't I, be so I, appalling as a president. I don't think he's doing what he's told. Well, I mean, though. his policies—he he decides to, because obviously he like advisors tell him not to do stuff, and he does it all the time. They tell That's him not true. to tweet all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally all the time, they tell him not to tweet, and he tweets. Yeah, but incessantly. It was, it was good. It really took away from uh, the families getting separated at the border. Yeah, no. the See, yeah he was so saying. presidential. We people we drowned forgot to about death, that. <laughs> concentration camps. You know, actually, that's a big one too. Hey, um, wait a minute! They're not killing them. The well, camps. here's the big debate with that. Okay, uh, George Takai. Yeah, oh, I'm saying yes. no. Yes, George Takai. Yeah. George Takai. So technically, Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. He was an activist that. because he was in an internment oh. camp during World War II as yeah. a kid, which are concentration camps. So there's this big debate going on because people are calling uh, the camps where they're putting kids in at the border concentration camps, which technically... Unless you're a Fox guess, News Republican yeah, where they call them sleepaway camp. I guess yeah. by the very definition <laughs> than they are. Well, very hardline, like, right-wing But it's, but it's hard to separate, you know, actual like the you know World War Two concentration camps. That's that's the image that you, you know when you call it a concentration camp. That's the image that you have. Right. Is Jews yeah. Getting and this was the big debate, like back when the Japanese internment camps happened, because what ended up happening is it wasn't a big deal till they went to Europe. Uh, the woman that wrote this book about the the Japanese internment camps. And then all of a sudden, it became a big deal because a lot of Jewish people were like, "You can't call it a concentration camp." So they met with like a lot of Jewish leaders and was like, "Well, concentration camp. Here's the definition. And obviously, like the Holocaust, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's still a concentration yeah, yeah. camp. Is kind of and, what they and, agreed and upon. The Germans didn't invent concentration camps. It's important for people to remember that the first true concentration camps were uh, invented by the British oh. in in South Africa during the Anglo-Boer War. Oh. Yeah." Yeah, it actually talked about that. Yeah. yeah. They were the first concentration camps. And actually, I'm wrong. It wasn't Europe. It was like New York. Uh, the, the tour with the internment camp in the book went went on tour for like uh, press. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like a touring exhibit. And they went to New York. And that's when like it all of a sudden caught heat that they were calling uh, concentration camps Japanese. So what camp. can I call the situation at the border 
without catching any heat. Camp Anawana. I <laughs> <laughs> that might get you some heat. We hold though. you in our hearts. <laughs> I think they are concentration camps. It's a they concentration yeah. of people that yeah. you and it's based on like basically ethnicity. So yeah, well, based on that. Definition. I mean, they, and they they're not giving them toothpaste and blankets. And... It's not really based on ethnicity. Yeah. They just happen to. That's where all the people come from. The south. South of the border, yeah. <laughs> but I mean they're not doing it at the Canadian they're crossing. Generally, all Hispanic. I, I think Trump is okay with uh, Russian immigrants coming in. I didn't or mean Slovenian that. Slovenian, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> are there as anything many... Eastern Europe? He's cool with. Yeah. He's... Are there as many? Um, like, are there a lot of Eastern European illegal immigrants? No, of course not. Because they can't. They have to go through ports it. of entry, and yeah. also they uh, they. They have a modern welfare state in Eastern Europe. I mean, the northern border is just a hundred-yard cut line. Yeah, that's all it is. I know we crossed it that one time. Remember? Oh yeah, swim across the river and climb over the fence and avoid <laughs> all the guards. <laughs> it was scary. Are you from the United States or Canada? <laughs> yes. Okay, so, go on through. <laughs> <laughs> so, Timmy, do you have any uh, fourth stories of your own? Oh, I. I worked for eight hours, then I worked at 5.30 the next day, so I just went to my wow. sister. Sisters drank two beers and uh, uh, went home and slept. It's like the Ooh. worst 4th of July ever. A lot of ODs, though, last week. Well, yeah. 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 America! It's America. Party for America. Shooting ODs up for America. For America. Bad Batch or something. There was like three. Damn. Yeah. Well. Well, that, <laughs> I was at. I'm sure there was more than that. <laughs> okay, well. Right. Uh, on, on, what? Getting off that delightful topic. <laughs> Hold on, I don't want to. Hold get on, off that I don't topic. want you to oh, the topic. I don't want to get off okay, that. The, the the Trump Fourth uh, of July parade yeah. is a good lead-in to the. We had a local Fourth of July parade controversy here, right in, here in Cannonsburg. Here in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yes, uh, Cannonsburg. If if you're from the area, it's known uh, statewide for their Fourth of July parade. It's huge. It is it's a, a huge. It's parade, a big yeah. deal. I've never. I was there one time, but not. Actually watching the parade. You're just getting some auto parts? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to go to the auto parts store, so I, Good walked, luck with that. I had to walk through all the so people. How, you've been living here how long? I don't know, like five years, six years? Never went to it. No. Brentwood's better. I, well, that's the thing. Like Our <laughs> listeners should know, Like in western Pennsylvania, every single town has their 4th of July thing, and it's kind of a competition between no, all the little towns. No, is, Cannonsburg is known statewide. Yeah, Can- Cannonsburg, Cannonsburg is like... Cannonsburg is a big deal. It's like third in the, in yeah. the state. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's a big deal. Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Cannonsburg. Cannonsburg pretty much. Huh. All right, so what was the controversy? <laughs> well, the controversy was that there was a group of people who protest the... Antoine Rose verdict was mm-hmm. there a verdict? There was a verdict. Oh yes, yeah. there was a verdict. Not yeah. guilty, right, yeah. right? Which was basically yeah, yeah. Uh, we deleted that off one of the we, previous we shows. Deleted it off of two of them actually. Yeah. Um, but th- that was all. Uh, that was one of those you know unarmed black teenager shot. Uh, cop goes to trial, and he was not guilty. Found not guilty. Found not guilty. So they were going to protest at the parade when they have a whole bunch of people in one place, and they're going to use it as their platform to protest. Now, a lot of people had a problem with that because, you know, it's the 4th of July. Everybody's just trying to have a good time and just trying to have a good fucking time in the parade. You don't want to have their good time interrupted by protests, man. It's so inconvenient. And a lot of people pulled out of the parade because they didn't want to be there for whatever trouble there might be. I think all that's kind of silly, though. Like, 
I think there's this hyper, um, especially when you get more into the suburbs, like, oh my god, there's going to be a protest. Everything's going to be blew up, and well, the, it's going to be crazy. The idea of the protest doesn't bother me. It's just like the, the idea of, can't we, can't we do something fun for once and not be interrupted with this shit? I mean, yeah. they, they've already protested a bunch of times. This group is like 300 people. I would say Cannonsburg's a weird choice it is a weird well, the, well because well, the no, parade is so large it's because there's, they're going to have a whole yeah, bunch of people there yeah. in one place that's a big they audience can, they can make a big fuss but and that's do like, their thing that was east pittsburgh right yeah. yeah yeah so i think all politics is local right so what protesting in cannonsburg what's that going to how's that going to really call attention and that's about it. yeah pretty much that's all they wanted to do is i'd go pittsburgh though at least go pittsburgh well yeah, they've done that yeah, they've already put it. But because of the large everywhere. audience and the desire for people to just have a good fucking time on the fourth, yeah. So I kind of get it if it was more um, trying to get other people involved. If it was more of like an open thing, not so much a protest. I think it was more of just causing a scene. What it sounds yeah. like? I mean, yeah. it was supposed to be a peaceful thing. They weren't trying to like they weren't trying to, try, they weren't trying the to piss down. everybody off. Yeah. But it, to me, I don't know. It's, it's not the it's not the place for that. You know, like. Can't you just have like one goddamn day, you know, hey, we're all going to get together and watch this parade. And then these people are like, no, you're going to watch us do our, our protests instead. I think if the point was like, hey, we have these issues coming on, like going on in our society and mm -hmm. you're a largely white suburban, like, you know, kind of withdrawn from that. No, like, I this think is it going was. on. If you could help us out, if they build it more like that, or try to get that message, I, I think, think it would be was, really good. That was never their intention. Well, I think I'm just saying that's why I should have been running it, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> running the parade of the protest. The protest. I, I, you know, I feel like that's the message. They you need to be the protest for. PR guy. As a, so, and so versus causing a scene, more of a request for uh, informing and requesting help. Okay, I think that would have gone better. That, yeah, I, I think yeah. the idea of causing a scene where people are trying to have because I, I, I have no problem with protest because neither do I. Go to the courthouse, go to wherever you know any of those places. There's tons of places to protest because I work with a bunch of people that just get pissed off anytime anybody protests about anything. Mm -hmm. And protest, you know, I and that that makes me ill listening See, to it it's, it's an american right and on the fourth of july we should be celebrating our american rights but away from the parade <laughs> <laughs> but even that one because i knew i know how big the cannonsburg parade even that one just kind of made me just like yeah it's i know the, i know place. protests are not meant to be safe i understand that but even that one just seemed like it was in poor taste See, would it have been wrong for them to march in the parade just to Get their message across as a part of the parade? Well, that's interesting you mentioned that, Lawrence, because that oh, yeah. is actually the resolution that they came to. Oh. Uh, ah. Because the Cannonsburg... out. Yeah. Actually, I think that's appropriate. This could have been, like, way shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they ended up doing. That. The, the Cannonsburg police, they, they couldn't outright tell them, you know, don't come here. Yeah. Um, on because for one, you know, I don't know if they can legally, yeah, you know, stay out. But two, because of the climate we live in, if just you know, <laughs> the climate, the climate, saying that you don't want your Fourth of July parade ruined by this protest, uh, people might think that you're racist. I would kind of tend to agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, hey. But I don't agree with it. If they were protesting, you know, I don't know, peanut butter cookies are better than chocolate chip, 
it's not the they place be, for it at the parade. It's, <laughs> don't you think I could go to an archive, like an Alabama archive, and find a mayor from like 1940 something that's just like, yeah, it, it's cool that black people want to be like equal no. and all, but <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if they. Why do they have to protest during our Fourth of July parade? They they can protest segregation any other time. <laughs> no. <laughs> You wouldn't find yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. You probably wouldn't. Um, actually, I think that, that that's probably the best solution to come up with. Actually. Yeah, that's what they did. They they, they said, "Well, you're gonna you can march get in the parade. Then come on in parade." I mean, that's the response, really. Yeah, come yeah. on in. I'm sure it still pissed some people off. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but I thought it was I thought it was a nice now, resolution. Yeah, it, I, I agree. That's, I think that's the best resolution. That is the best. Right. I'm I'm glad you kind of saved that. You yeah. Know, yeah, I didn't know about that. Part. I was getting worried <laughs> because the thing is, if they're standing on the side on the side of the parade and they have their Big group. Then, well, it's not just that. Then other people get pissed off. They're like, "Yeah, go home. What are you doing here? This is yeah. it. That parade. That's kind of the best solution. So they I put think them they in the parade, well. and then no one's gonna bug them. Yeah, and they're not. And they yeah. still can well, like they put out their message too, yeah. and say, you know, justice for Antoine Rose, whatever it is. Uh, and then they'll between be the fire them. trucks and the Canamac High School marching band playing Louie Louie. See, right. something that John said that I kind of agree with, like. You said like like uh, going to work. You have like all these coworkers that get really pissed off. Like, oh, why are they protesting? Why? Yeah, I yeah. kind of agree. That's what I don't like about protesting because I've met a lot of people and have been to some protests. And sometimes it's like the people who are protesting. It's all about giving them a little pat on the back and being yeah. like, "Oh, look how special and cool we are." <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> Especially I agree. like white people that protest. It's more like, "Look how good of a person I am. I care." Yeah, it's more liberal. It, well, it's, oh, it's not that... more liberal than that. It's like more like they almost want to say like, "Yeah, I'm a badass." <laughs> <laughs> like th- th- there's sort of that. Like it's so they can, to they can it. get older and be like, "Yeah, the, man." Uh, the John back... Lennon approach to protesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, "Yeah, man." Back in the 2010s, I was at protests all the time. Although Doug, be like Doug, the the, thing. Uh, Doug protested at the G20 summit uh, for recreation. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made up a cause <laughs> and then went to protest it. it was, the cause was ladders for Bono for Africa. <laughs> and their goal was to buy ladders and send them to Bono so you could send them to Africa. <laughs> yeah. And then they got, they got bum rushed by the cops. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, so the whole the Fourth of July parade, everything worked out. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, that's... I wasn't actually I was golfing um, <laughs> the parade, but um, I you know I I don't think there were any gunshots or anything like that. Everybody well, had a nice good. time. Did you lift any? Did you? How many chairs did you come away with this year? Um, I got uh, I drove my flatbed um, truck through town to uh, collect all the free chairs that people were leaving out on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I came away with enough for like a small church congregation. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I will be donating those chairs. Uh, I mean, everybody knows the rules. Outside and unattended means it's free. Well, Brentwood's kind of famous for the chair situation before the 4th of July on the 3rd. People start oh, the lining chair. up their chairs. No, no, no. It's not a parking chair. Not no, a parking they chair. put their chairs mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I'm surprised though. Like people in in Brentwood, at least they don't seem to uh, mess with them. They don't. People don't mess with them. Yeah, I haven't seen Poor anyone nice. taking chairs. Just wait till after the parade. And... <laughs> yeah, but then they all take them away. <laughs> and they walk out with them. Oh, well, they leave them. And we Some walk away chairless. Them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think we. Uh... Topic one done. <laughs> topic two go. What's yes! topic two? What's topic well? Two? Uh, Lawrence saw a movie. Uh, I last did. Week. Yeah. 
Was it, uh, did you see it yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. I'm going to go freshen my beverage. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, get me one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Labatt or cold, refreshing Iron City beer? Uh, I, I like the Labatt right now, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Tim, we have a sponsorship deal. I mean. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is since it's. Well, since it's after Fourth of July, we can drink Canadian beer now. Oh, good yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nobody has cut me a check yet, so drink whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so since John is is busy, I'll talk about get your spoilers the... out of the way while I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, I'll try to. <laughs> so where's my glass? There it is. All right. All right. So I'm noise. okay. So all right, the movie I saw the movie yesterday, a few days ago, actually. Actually, I saw it last week, but. Uh, Right after it first came out, so, I don't know much about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's like I like somehow, the premise. It's somehow Beatles related. Yeah, yeah, it's it's basically a guy wakes up to discover, and this is a world where I think Tim and my oh, main know. squeeze Laura would really enjoy this world. Nobody remembers the Beatles. Yeah, I see, them. in my version of the movie, mm-hmm. no one remembers the Beatles. This guy discovers the Beatles. And then I walk into the like where he's performing, and I shoot him in the head. And I'm like, yes, mission accomplished. No, it's a world where Tim, Tim's universe. It's where nobody remembers the Beatles, and the guy listens to it for the first time. He and doesn't like he, it. He, he takes the tape out and puts it in the trash. In my Infinity War, what I do is I get the Infinity, your Infinity War. Yeah, I'm Thanos. You're an event. Okay, you're Thanos. I, I, I get all the stones, and instead of like. You know, doing away with like fifty percent of all living things in the mm-hmm. universe. Which, by the way, I'm like, does that count bacteria? I, you know, but I would just uh, I, Beatles don't exist. That's what well, I would. You and Laura would enjoy position. this universe. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing. The thing is, that the Beatles never existed. Tim would never be able to capitalize on it. That's true. Capitalize. You're making money on the on the Beatles. It is. It's like uh, it's at least ten minutes of my act. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy, he's a singer. He's a struggling singer in England. Singer songwriter. Yes, in England, and he has a girlfriend who manages him slash fucks him. Well, she's Other his people. girlfriend, so I assume. Can we see her boobs in the movie? No. Oh, no, right, I'm not going then. <laughs> Okay. This movie sucks. Well, she's also a school teacher. That's important. They're they're just living their life, la da 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 do. And then all of a sudden, one day after a gig, this dude gets hit by a bus. So is it a double decker bus? <laughs> I don't remember actually, but he gets hit by a bus, and so already we're off to a roaring start. And uh, so anyway, he wakes up and. Oh, he was hit by a lorry, was he? (laughs) (laughs) He wakes up and he finds that nobody remembers the Beatles except him. (laughs) And he decides, I'm trying to skip ahead and not to spoil too much for John here. Thanks. So he decides that he's going to capitalize on this opportunity, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is what amazing. anybody should do. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is just a movie about plagiarism. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, so he presents Beatles songs as his own. But I have a question about yeah. this. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So he, nobody remembers the Beatles but him. Yeah. But he's a musician, mm-hmm. so does he have to uh, like listen to the songs and learn how to play them, or can he go he on the internet? He already a lot of them. And are they, yeah, you know... He, 
are the Beatles just like like uh, in the dustbin of history, or are they just uh, okay? Wiped out they completely? don't so, exist. Yeah, they they so weren't means, as a band, yeah. but the, the the they existed as people from, oh. from, because that's important oh. later. They existed as people, but they were never a band. Hmm. Okay, so anyway, he uh, during one of his gigs, he plays a few Beatles songs, and people just go apeshit for this because. You know. What if everyone was like, nah, <laughs> not for me. That that song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this <is> good. What? <laughs> that was an Ozzy Brothers song. Good, good one. I think he used. Uh, <laughs> it was. He used back in the USSR actually as one of his, which is. It's my favorite Beatles song. Uh, I know. So, anyway, he is seen. Apparently, his talent is discovered. Wait a minute. When does this movie take place? Present day. So he just singing back in the USSR, and people are like, "There's no USSR anymore." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, but anyway, his 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 he's seen by uh, uh, Ed Sheeran. Does he play himself? <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, okay, what uh, a loser. Ed Sheeran likes his shit and says, "Hey man, I need an opening act for my for my uh, concert in Russia." <laughs> We're going to Moscow, so he wants to take his girlfriend. She doesn't want to go because she has a real job and thinks he's an idiot for going to Russia with Ed Sheeran. I, I, You're an idiot for going to Russia with this famous guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With this famous musician. As a musician yourself, you're yes. You're never going to make it, Dewey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I thought of. I was, I was like, wait a minute. He's going with a really famous musician <laughs> who likes his shit. She should be all over that if she wants to be his manager, not, eh, I want to teach first graders how to read. That's <laughs> like uh, that's like Tom Hanks' girlfriend telling him, no, you shouldn't play a retarded person. <laughs> <laughs> Let John Goodman do it. <laughs> so anyway, she, I, she like breaks up with him. And he has to go and find a new because manager. Because he followed his dreams? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, what a cunt. Always yeah. a great reason to break up with someone, by and this the way. Is, like, she's like, I want, you know, why can't you stay and just be a small-time singer in the clubs around here? And he's like, bitch, Ed Sheeran wants to take me to Moscow. <laughs> you know, I can be famous here. You know, this is my dream and that. That's like me and Jeff getting divorced because Sirius XM picked up us for, you know, weekday mornings. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Nope. I already do that, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, he goes with Ed Sheeran, and Ed Sheeran... Okay, this is where the movie got distracting for me, really took me out of the whole thing, is he says, oh, I've got a manager you can have, since you don't have a manager anymore, is uh, meet my manager. I think her name was Deborah, But it's played by Kate McKinnon. Ugh. And her presence in the I movie... Like Kate McKinnon. I do not. Is she on Saturday Night Live? Yes. Yes. Okay. She basically picked up all of Amy Poehler's old old roles. Amy yeah. Poehler! <laughs> Kate McKinnon! Sorry, go ahead. Kate McKinnon plays his new manager, right? And she's ruthless, you know, mm. and businesswoman-y, you know. And she pushes his career. And skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead, avoiding spoilers, da 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 So anyway, he uh, becomes famous doing Beatles songs. So, <laughs> none of his own songs, by the way, that he had previously been doing before. Well, obviously they suck. Yeah. 
He's just doing. I don't know. If you reach that level, do you insert one of your own just to see if anybody buys it? Yeah, hey, what do you think of this one? Like, I would just, you know, just slip it in between, you know, uh, Eleanor Rigby and and Oblad D, Oblad Die. So I guess I guess my question is he doesn't release them in order. <laughs> I don't think so. No. So he doesn't he doesn't bust that with I saw her standing there. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't rem- I don't recall. So that he's one singing at all. these famous Beatles songs, and in the middle he's just like, "All right, here's a, here's a new number." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. My girlfriend broke up with me, so I went with that shirt. <laughs> 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 so anyway, he's he goes to a lot of important monuments for Beatles fans, like we see shots of Strawberry Fields and all that good stuff. Penny Lane, Penny Lane, all that good stuff. The Cavern. Yeah. Does he go to India? No, that's the one thing he doesn't do is he doesn't go to India. I'm an asshole. Oh. <laughs> so I anyway, love India. He's uh. He's he he's playing a gig, and he meets up with his his ex now I guess, and he tries to get her into back in. It's like, look, you know the you know th- this wasn't really my music. Remember, you know, do you remember? Like he's like desperately trying to get her back. Why? He's, he's got to be shoulder deep at least in <laughs> Beatlemania pussy. <laughs> you would think because he becomes really famous, <laughs> so like he's trying to get her back. And he does that by playing her Beatles songs to try and jar her memory of, of the past, I guess. <laughs> and she doesn't recognize any of them, as I recall. And he kisses her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I love you, but I'm not interested in a one-night stand. Bitch. Okay. Uh-huh. So what? he, like, leaves and goes off. That wasn't his intention. No, it wasn't. But what that's the fuck? <laughs> this, this woman sucks. She does suck. Like, he, he gave her all his love. <laughs> That's all he did. And if she saw his love, she would have loved him too. And he loves her. I don't see. He gave her everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> tenderly. And tenderly. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> and and so anyway, what, what did the cunt do after that? I'm pretty sure she meets up with another guy, and uh, he gets he goes to the bar and he gets a gun, right? <laughs> <laughs> they got a room upstairs. Yeah, yeah. He goes. He gets a hotel he goes room. To the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only to find Gidget's He finds out that his girlfriend is shacking up with some guy who calls himself Dan. <laughs> <laughs> who so, happened to be in the next room at the hoedown. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> and the doctor comes in all gooned up. Already this is more entertaining than the movie. So, <laughs> so the movie wasn't that good? Well, I'll get to it. Okay. I have a guess about the ending. Well, okay. are, are we just saying what the movie, like, are we just going through the whole story of the movie? I'm like, trying to summarize the, bigger... the whole movie as, you know, without... I think without... we got a good summary. Well, it's right? not, I'm not done yet. Okay. But I, I want to at least finish. But can I, can I, can I uh, do my ending prediction? Okay. Um, I think that the whole thing was a coma dream. Okay. Yeah, he's actually dead. Yeah, no, I don't think he's actually dead. I think he's was just he wakes up from a coma and he's and then like, he really oh, appreciates shit. his girlfriend. Or... I'm still this shitty musician with a shitty girlfriend. <laughs> but then he, he comes dumps, in and counts. But then it. he dumps his girlfriend because he realizes that if he ever does make it as a musician, then she's gonna you know just fucking bail. Out. Do not confirm or deny any of these because no, I, no, I, I'm no, no, wa- no. I'm gonna go see it with my wife tomorrow. So I, 
you know, I'd rather not. <laughs> then he's like, I, I shouldn't be a musician because I'm not as good as Beatles. And he becomes an accountant. <laughs> I love it. I love so, it. I got my CPA. <laughs> so anyway, he goes back and he tries to release albums using the same names like Abbey Road and whatnot. Only the labels hate these names. Well, he could change the names just to be slightly original. But the, he, the label hates these names. What a dick. And releases them under what, what was so the one so it's just name? himself crossing the street on the album cover well no they just release it as like <laughs> I'm uh, gonna start my own record company called <laughs> Pear Records <laughs> he, uh, the, they release the album under the name uh, One Man Only or something like that to emphasize it's all him you know he's a genius yes he's this musical genius shit. what an asshole yeah. I hate this guy and he's gonna He's going to have this big concert at Wembley Stadium, which for those of you who don't know, Wembley Stadium would be the equivalent for an American of playing in Madison Square Garden or in Japan if you're playing the Tokyo Dome, stuff like that. No, it's more like playing the L.A. Coliseum, Wembley Stadium. Well, Wembley Stadium is like the big... Well, I mean, in terms of how big a deal it is to play there. I used to play at a gun. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. So, I sold out the gun. <clears throat> Sorry. So anyway, he... Gets the gig to, to go to Wembley. Before that, however, as he's, you know, doing his tour to prep, two people come up to him. They say, hey, man. Those are not your songs. They are my songs. I they, want them back, please. Well, You're two, taking unfair credit. <laughs> and if you don't give me back my songs or say that I wrote them, I will have to go public. Not quite, but close. These two people come up to him and they say, hey, man. We know you've been plagiarizing these songs because we remember the Beatles, too. Ooh. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? uh, the jig is up. Yeah, pretty much. So, Did one of them have, like, brain matter leaking out of his ear? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happens is, is that he's thinking that they're going to, like, turn him in or whatever. They tell him, no, we think it's important that you keep doing this because people will remember now. The songs will exist again. Oh, yay. Thank you so much but for instead stealing of, our music. Instead of, instead of trying to get in on this racket that he has going, <laughs> they're just like, you do you, man. We won't tell. <laughs> anyway. Hate, whatever I happened, hate, I want in. <laughs> yeah. I hate this movie. Yeah, that's what I would do. Like, like, I would say, I want in. You know? yeah. Yeah. At least give me a goddamn cut. I know, right? But they're like, we think you should meet somebody. And they give him an address. Like so, like what's the takeaway? I'm 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 trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to just trying to figure summarize out and without, then do yeah. it without spoiling. I it. I think that's a great summary. But we don't need to, you know. <laughs> all right, we'll with Andy. We'll, all right, we're gonna stop it right there. And uh, just okay, they give him a particular address that he needs to go to in order to is finish it, the movie. Is it on a street called um, Nickel Lane? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's more about the person who lives there than the actual address. Is it the Maharishi? <laughs> no. Why didn't this asshole go to India? At least you know. <laughs> because I, I guess try to be authentic. <laughs> he didn't go to India. I don't know. He didn't so. make much of an effort. To All be... right. So what's your take? Okay. So now this person, I this movie actually had people in the theater crying. Uh, what? Ugh. The movie stinks. And I haven't it... seen it, but you're, you're, I hate I hate it from your description. <laughs> so. I know, I'm, I was being a bit negative on it, too. Like, emphasizing the negative. But I saw people come away from this movie in tears because of this scene towards the end. A bunch of assholes. Mm. No, I am highly susceptible. Yeah, you're a pussy. Yeah. 
I am. I don't John know. John will probably cry. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna bust up. Really? And then, and then, his, and then his wife's gonna be like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think she finds it charming. Actually, even though she's. Thinks it's lame, but she she's gonna be covering her face up, but no one <laughs> no, sees. She thinks it's she's lame. gonna move four seats over. <laughs> I don't know him <laughs> because like, I I bust that pretty easily. I picture John like he has like a little whelp going too. Like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like something, something like other people. It's not like a stoic, like a few stoic tears. Like there's like a there's like a little sound to it too. Like. <laughs> But anyway, after meeting this important person, he has to decide whether or not he wants to be famous or not for this anymore. So here's the thumbs up, so, thumbs down moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it Ed Sullivan? I <laughs> know. <laughs> well, These four young lads from Liverpool. Right here on our stage. Okay, so my <clears throat> my takeaway from this movie is, is pretty much, like, they could have done, like, as a whole... It's just your basic romantic comedy with Beatles music. Like yeah. which two hours of Beatles music I'm probably gonna be satisfied. Yeah, you'll you I think anybody who saw it would just generally be satisfied. You know what? This sounds a lot like um just a movie that's trying to capitalize on Beatles music without paying for it. Like that movie across the No, universe. they paid oh, for it. They paid for it. They, they paid, paid for it. For it. Oh, Two yeah. million dollars for the rights to these songs. Yeah. That's and, it. And the and, and, and more than that. And the director, Danny Boyle. Paul got, and Ringo had to approve yeah. of the story. Yeah. And, he and actually the estates, went further. And the estates yeah, of, of George and uh, John. John, meaning Yoko and George's Olivia, most yeah. recent wife, they had to approve of it too. Like <laughs> they, they had like they jumped through a lot of hoops to get this movie made. Yoko, yeah, they really did. Yoko probably wanted to like remix the songs. But yeah, it cost them a pretty penny to get to get the rights to this music. But uh, I mean, it's it's enjoyable for what it is, which is really nothing. <laughs> but an but, excuse to have a movie with Beatles music. It is it. it is a good ex- like it's better and than across, across the universe. universe was terrible. Yeah, yeah it's it was garbage, better than that. Man, I hated that. Fucking garbage. I don't know why I watched it. It, it, it is did. by far better than when that. we dunk. Yeah, when we were in there is a there is a boob though in Across the Universe. <laughs> so what? I'm not watching all that shit for a boob. <laughs> I can go to Google and type in boob and see a goddamn boob. <laughs> I remember when that came out, though, college girls were like, I'm really deep. I, I like Across the Universe. <laughs> there was that for a while. That, that, that's like all those bands that were on MySpace back in the old days. Yeah. Oh, God. It would be like some shitty emo band, and there would be like influences. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I, I think I thought it was an enjoyable little movie, although... There was so much more that could have been done with that concept that I was disappointed in. Well, wait for yesterday, too. Tomorrow. <laughs> God, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> no, today. Today. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the concept would have warranted something a little more. And uh, the presences of Ed Sheeran and Kate McKinnon really took me out of it. <laughs> okay, I don't like Kate McKinnon. More Kate- anytime she does a character, it seems like she's also looking at the camera like, like this character, guys. Like this character. Like I, 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 <laughs> I didn't get that vibe from it. But, I always but, get that vibe anytime she does anything. Okay, well, well, I didn't get that vibe from it, but I, I definitely got. She definitely took me out of the movie because she didn't seem like she was correctly placed in this movie. Okay, well, but okay. Other over, than that, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little movie. All right, uh, out of how, out of, out of five stars, out of five stars, yeah, uh, I'd give it a, between two and a half. I'd, be, I'd give it like two and three quarter stars. Two and five. three quarter stars. That we're going down to three quarters now. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, right. I, I have read the Wrestling Observer for too many years where he would give quarter stars and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> Did your mom like it? You know, <laughs> she got emotional at that scene. Oh. <laughs> so, you know. So that means likelihood of me busting up so, is going to be about 75%. Lawrence, a real yeah. question. Real yeah. question. Yeah. I take a date on this. Uh, what's the chances of me getting laid after? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Okay, can you keep your can you keep your fucking mouth shut? Is the question. That should be part of the. Are you, IMDb. Sitting, are you sitting there like talking to the homie, going, "Yeah, you see, but this song isn't really that good. I don't understand the big deal." Yeah, if you start burying the Beatles music that he's doing in the middle of the movie, and then you're just I gonna, guarantee you, you will not get laid. Yeah, yeah she'll just think you're not. a jerk. But if you just sit through it, you got some good chances. You know what, Tim? That you bring up a good good point. Um, that should be part of like the IMDb. Like, <laughs> Will this get me laid? Star rating, and then there's the chance of getting laid rating. Out of ten, if you keep your mouth shut, I'd give you a solid eight. Chances of Tim keeping his fucking mouth shut? Zero. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what, Tim? I mean, if it was me, we we could skip the movie. I know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wants to leave? I mean. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I think it's a break. A, good time for a break, guys. Hey, yeah. but I am, I oh. am whatever it is. What's it called? IMDb. They should also have uh, how likely you can get an HJ to the movie <laughs> during the movie. During yeah, the movie. like so that would be good how for, like, good HJ. But of that, a movie. that would be for like bad, like boring movies. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't want to pay attention to it, so it's like, all right, I guess I'll just jerk this guy off. I'm bored. <laughs> I feel HJ like, rating three. <laughs> I feel like Soul Plane would have like <laughs> five star HJ. So many people got HJs. During Soul Train. Ooh, but not Soul, you, soul not Plane, soul, you mean? Soul Plane, Soul Plane. But, yeah, with But Snoop then you Dog. also have the. Soul uh, Train is something else entirely. <laughs> yeah. Soul Train is actually great. There's also yeah. the chance that the movie is so bad and maybe just has like graphic images that are unpleasant that maybe the, the guy can't get a heart on during the HJ because he's just seeing this. Oh. So many things to think about. Yeah, the HJ ratings. rating. Yeah. I got one during a Harry Potter movie. Well, yeah. on that note, I think <laughs> was it, about was it like break. one of the early Harry Potter movies where I they're all was, still kids? I think it was number five. Okay, number five. so they're probably it was adults the drive-in. It was oh, the drive-in. Drive it doesn't really count. Does drive-in HJs count? No. Okay, That's never not mind. The same. I, re- I retract my statement. Edit that out. No, I've given myself an HJ during a few movies. I'm learning way you're... more about you guys than you know, I really want that's to. This the is getting personal. Kind of HJ. <laughs> you're whacking it again. <laughs> I've, I'm just throwing this out there. I've never had a good HJ. Okay. People suck. Wow. I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like I do a better you job. Know so. You know you. You know you. That's you what it comes down to. Like. There's so much Yankee motion most of the time. Then I, then I, like, I wonder, like, never mind. This is getting too in This is really personal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can, all right, we can edit out the first time. Yeah. Well, I just can wonder. I, can I take us into the break? Sure. All right. So I, I was just wondering, did. like, if I, when I'm he fingering did, yeah. someone, <laughs> if I'm doing it too hard. Probably. Because HJs, I, they're always too hard. They think they're doing a good job because they want to put the effort in. Yeah, they're they're like really <laughs> excited. I'm doing uh, so no, good. but it takes a soft touch. Soft touch, man. It takes a soft All right. Touch. Yeah. On that note, we'll be right back after this. Hey, folks. 
If you're anything like me, you love woodworking, but you dread when it comes time to glue some pieces together. We've all been there, standing next to the workbench, hands and arms cramping up from holding our work for so long, just waiting and watching the clock until it's been long enough for the glue to cure. Guys, just last week I needed to glue some three quarter inch walnut planks together to make the top for a coffee table. I just picked up a new bottle of glue, and after I got everything set up and I was holding it in place, I happened to take another look at that glue bottle. I don't think I have to tell you how pissed off I was when I saw the 24 hour curing time. Guys, I don't know how I made it. I had to brace the workpiece against my body to get a free hand so I could urinate in an empty polyurethane can, and thank god I was able to hold my bowels. But after all that hunger and loneliness, along with missing a day of work, I knew there had to be a better way. That's how I discovered Clamps.com. Clamps.com is the online retailer of clamps for woodwork, metalwork, household repairs, and every kind of deviant sexual need you can imagine. With the time I saved thanks to products from Clamps.com, I've gotten more sleep, missed fewer days of work, and best of all, I've been able to complete more woodworking projects. In fact, I'm just about finished with the birdhouse I started with my dad when I was in the Cub Scouts. So go to Clamps.com today and enter promo code UNPAID to get 20% off your next order of 40% of $500 or more. Hey, we're back. I'm here with John, Tim, and Lawrence. Hello. And this Hi. is the second half of the show. Hi. It is. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is your house. Yeah. Anyway, what are uh, what uh, we got? What do we got? We got. We got. We, John what, has what, got. What, what do we got? Is a five star review. We we do have that. Yes. This comes from uh, the podcast judge. Uh, on Twitter, so five out of twelve stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's five out of five, and this guy's a fucking authority. I mean, he is the podcast is, yeah. judge. How many followers does he have? It doesn't matter. Wait, is more than us. <laughs> is he Probably. the podcast judge, or does he just call himself that? No, he's the po- he was appointed the podcast. <laughs> he was appointed to the role by the Governor General of Australia, the, <laughs> the Prime Minister. No, no, the Governor General. <laughs> the Governor General. The Governor General has direct uh, charge of appointments over there. I'm Down trying there. to pull out the bookmark of what he actually said. Oh, okay. oh there we go. We got it. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm a little sensitive. So Read us the review. If you said anything bad, you know, I don't want to hear it. I wouldn't be putting on the show if you said anything bad. Does he oh, that's like? A shame. Does he break down <laughs> each one of us and say says what he likes about each? There's only so many characters he on says, Twitter, Tim. Jeff is super hilarious. It obviously the has bad a huge boy. cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we got from the podcast judge. Okay. Ha 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 ha. Wait, no, there's only three ha's. Uh, only ha, three. Ha, ha. Fake what, news. What a great show by unpaid programming. Not for the kitties. First time I've heard these guys, and it was so natural, like I've been listening for years. Plenty oh. of laughs, very entertaining. Five stars. Oh. From the podcast judge. Podcast judge, okay. So we put out a vibe, I guess, that you've been listening to us the whole time. Well, you've just been here like, for 25 I like, years. I like people to feel welcome yeah. when they listen we to us. We should have did this at the beginning, so what? people who are <laughs> We new... were about to, but then you just went, hey, fourth, and we're like, okay, we'll just go with that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah. What, what can you do? That's all right. Well, that's the that's the ambiance of the show. <laughs> it's all chaos here, folks. Yeah. Four morons, know, as Jeff said. But do we know which, ones, which one he listened to? Uh, yes, I do. Three. I know. Yeah, he listened to the most recent one, which Ooh. wasn't our strongest, but hey, I'll take it. Mm. He's listened to episode two, <laughs> <laughs> and I this one. Know. 
Well, I'll send it to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, five stars. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that's as good as you can go. That's that's all the stars. No, I mean if he could, if he could like break his normal normal uh, star system and go up to six for us, that would have been. Well, I want to know something. Well, we we're not recording in the Tokyo Dome, so that's. Yeah. Have you looked at like what he rates other podcasts? Yes. <laughs> he only gets they're so, all five stars. They're all from, five stars. Well, no, but the lowest I've seen given out is three stars. Is the four. <laughs> Generally, I've seen shows get three and four. This is garbage. I give it four and a half stars. <laughs> I did see a two-star review one time where they got into an argument with with the podcaster where they said, this is a two-star show. You guys need to improve, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. And the, the podcaster wrote back and was like, miffed. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, we were just on these mics, man. You got to give us a chance, you know. Keep in mind, this is the podcast judge. You don't talk to him that way. I know. Yeah. You, you address him properly. Does he, sir, <laughs> does he sit behind like a big bench? You know, with the, yeah, he has a gavel. Oh, does he have the wig? Yes, the wig. So yeah, but I, that was the lowest review I saw. Was a two star review, and they're 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 pretty generous. But hey, it's always nice to get five stars. Well, that's Obviously the thing too. Like we entertain somebody. I mean, that's yeah. That, yeah. that's our goal, isn't it? Actually, to entertain more, somebody. Yeah, more than the stars that was important to me was that they said it was funny. And enjoyable, so that's what's really important. That's how I feel about sex. If the girl says it was funny and enjoyable <laughs> after, I know I did a good job. Especially funny. Yeah. You know what? People said a lot about Keith She's Moon, laughing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't knock it, because <laughs> being funny will get you out of being good. And I know this. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll give you except some leeway. Your, except your profession where being funny was being good. Well, I meant sexually, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we anyway, got that out of the way. Yeah. Timmy, you had some points uh, that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, Shifting I, I, gears. I, I do. Um, so, recently, I've become something of a connoisseur. Of... Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the musky aroma doesn't do it. <laughs> it leaves um, an unfavorable sour taste on the palate. Wait, musky pussy? Hold on a minute. <laughs> What are you getting into? Yeah, <laughs> basement pussy. I, I, I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say daytime TV. <laughs> Price is right. Yeah, because I'm I'm in a lot of doctors' offices, uh, waiting for a patient to be seen. Granny needs to go to her doctor's appointment, so I'm sitting there waiting for her appointment to be over. So. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh, God. Which I have an issue with. I have a big issue with Steve Harvey. Are we talking about Harvey. the Steve Harvey show or reruns of Family Feud? Uh, Steve Harvey show. Oh, he's oh, a show, too? Uh, yeah. 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 He's, he's the new Montel Williams. Oh. Or... But he's still the host of Family Feud. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, For yeah. like... Fifty goddamn years at this point. You all, you know, you only have I, you to. Know, he, he ain't no Ray Combs. Let's be honest. Ain't <laughs> yeah. no Louis Anderson. But either. even Dawson was only. I mean, he did a few years and then a few more later on. He didn't do. He that. did a few in '94 that were awful. I didn't yeah. know he did in '94. I know. Yeah, he, yeah. They fired Ray Combs and hired Dawson. Mm -hmm. Oh really? And he was old and, and very old and quiet. Yes, but very I'm pretty tired. sure he he was like there was the original Family Feud and then it was off the air and then 
Dawson was back on. No, 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 no. How the fuck do you guys know so much about this? No, what what happened was <laughs> is... we watch a lot of TV. Damn it! And I, my aunt, Game Show Network, who visited us frequently, was a connoisseur of the Game Show Network. Ah. So we would watch it a lot. I saw a lot of episodes of Match Game. So anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> I, we watched. Anyways, uh, back to my boy. Shitload of match game too. Yeah. All right. We, yeah, let's go back to Tim. Let's go yes. back to Tim. I'm sorry, Tim. Why is Steve Harvey an asshole on the show? Yeah, we're we're getting off topic. Well, I, I was going to do the the other one first, but uh, Steve Harvey, man. So Steve Harvey released a book. Maybe. He's released a lot of books. He's like as prolific as Steve Allen at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but the one that's like a dating book for women, though. It's him as a <laughs> oh, man yeah. writing a dating book for women. And one of the big hey. things that keeps like coming up on his this show. This is what a man likes. <laughs> kind of. This kind sounds of. like a lot of mansplaining to me. It, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. It's very insulting. But every single show, I guess in his one book, he says something like, uh, when you meet a new man uh, that you're interested in... You should blow him. No. no. <laughs> the opposite. You shouldn't sleep with him for like three months or something like that. It's like 18 years. <laughs> no, three months. And Keep it in your pants, ladies. <laughs> but like he'll he'll like pull audience members out. Like there's like this advice segment, and it'll be a girl that's like it. The girl's it's always, always a girl. It's always super hot girl. Too. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like I don't know if I. And it's like, and they're all about twenty two too. Yeah. yeah. It's like you need to train your man to get the goods, and, I, <laughs> and it's so insulting to like women to that people no, in general. I think it's yeah, insulting too. But no one woman has ever. You need to make him work for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> But out of all the people... You don't he, go giving it up on the first date. <laughs> every single show, he pulls a woman out of the audience, and that's basically what they say. Like, oh, you can't possibly like expect for me to wait like three months. And like he does like this whole, like, if the man really wants you, he, he'll wait. And like all this other shit. <laughs> right, so she, there's this chick up there, and she's like, oh, I just, I just want his cock so bad. <laughs> yeah, but... At no time has a woman ever gone up and said, <laughs> like, like, no, yo, you don't take that dick just yet. <laughs> <laughs> no one's, like, ever said, like, You hey. make him wait until his sperm is all backed up. <laughs> yeah. A woman's ever said, like, hey, I have control over my own body. I can make my own choices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. No woman has ever came up with that argument because no, they, they because, probably won't pick them because then. Because yeah. Harvey has control over the women's bodies. <laughs> yes. He's putting the, the pussy on a pedestal. Uh, but oh it's like a lot of like stereotypes, right? Like you're a woman, you need to not have sex with men. Men are really horny and they just want to have sex with you. You need to wait, make the man wait. And sex isn't about enjoyment for you. It's about <laughs> getting a guy to behave himself, <laughs> behave himself. And you're going to change the guy by not having sex with them. There's just like so many things wrong with this theory. But like, so withholding sex is a useful training tool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You <laughs> should enjoy MD, sex. You know. It's how you train men. That sounds like a book a woman would write. 
No, it's actually the opposite <laughs> of a book a woman would write. Like it's it, it's a very sex negative. I have my Doctor Ruth. I have my own yeah. Doctor Ruth would strongly disagree yeah. with this. <laughs> I have my own book. It's out in the shelves now. It's called "Fuck If You Feel Like It." <laughs> exactly. So, Doctor Ruth book. And that's what I was getting to. <laughs> you should fuck if you feel like it. Exactly. We're all about free love on this podcast. Dude, and you how. know how pissed I would be if I was a woman? I waited three months. Because Steve the, Harvey told and you to. And then he decided... Yeah. Wait, wait. I got even, even wait. better. You're with this guy for two months and 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> and on the you 20... better hold the pussy for two more days. Can you make it? Woman. Okay. And the, the guy's like... I am a stand-up comedian. This... I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and the guy finally has had enough and says, Oh, fuck this. I'm done. And just leaves. You've held out. For two months and 29 days for no reason now. No, but then she could just say, wait, it's good. two more days and I get up the pussy. <laughs> then I can fuck you. Because Steve Harvey told but me to. But you don't tell the guy what that. If, what if he sucks? <laughs> and if if he's like honest and not a, a piece of shit and he hasn't had no, sex for like true. three months, he is going to suck. That's true. And then yeah. and then she's like, I waited three months for this. <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god. 30 seconds. I can't stop. <laughs> Three bucks. Can, oh, can, you, can you wait 20 minutes? <laughs> now, wait a minute. Are you suggesting that Steve Harvey uh, wrote another book for Ooh. men that tells them not to jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Um, Are we all just following Steve Harvey's rules now for relationships? <laughs> anyways, I thought it was very old-fashioned and yeah. kind of insulting to women. Also, and yeah. also to men. Also, Steve Harvey is like a he's, he's a cheater. Probably. Oh yeah, he is a serial cheater yeah, too. He, he's a he. Now I fuck whenever I couldn't goddamn feel like it. Does, so does he like find these mistresses and sort of uh, court them for three months at a time? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's taking he might them out to dinners, <laughs> and she's like, "I thought I thought you were cheating on your wife. Like, what, what the hell this is this? Dinner? <laughs> I gotta wait three months. Uh, I gotta wait three months because this, this is the this advice you've always given." <laughs> Because I'm classy. <laughs> this is why I tell other women to do. That's right. He's he's just like a classy cheater. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Classy cheater. <laughs> William Holden style cheating. <laughs> Get drunk and not remember any of it. So the other one. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. There's, there's something more to this. Uh, things that are gripping Timmy this week. Uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> daytime You know what TV. really grinds my gears? <laughs> what, else, what else happened on daytime television? Did Drew Carey write a book? No. <laughs> uh, no, come uh, on, Jeff. You know uh, yeah, people from yes, Cleveland uh, can't write I or mean, read. You, uh, you want to blow me? Uh, go ahead and blow me. <laughs> Though, Drew Carey, uh, I saw this uh, Netflix documentary on The Price is Right called The Perfect Bed. And there's, uh, yeah. It, oh, is it that guy that bid? Uh, he he got the showcase like everything exactly. He did right? years of research. Years. He did a whole bunch and of research. Years. He's such a dork, but like but in a good way. Just for inflation. I don't know. But. No, he would get that like that that current. He would like there was a like he a would current get, like, year's catalog. Yeah, he would yeah. like make a, a spreadsheet of all the items on the prices. Right? Oh wow. my god! What pr- a fucking dork! He was like a math teacher, and like holy that's, shit, that's what got him off. Hey, well, holy that, shit! That, there was, was an also, interesting documentary. There was also that and guy. Then he got, oh, I don't doubt then, that. And then he got he, he he got on the show what twice or three times? 
It wasn't a, he he would go to the show all the time. Yeah, he went once a Start year. Start shouting out answers from the crowd. Yeah, and he helped people win when he didn't get picked. Yeah. Because he went every single year. That was his vacation. <laughs> to go on the prices right. His vacation is the and then whenever yeah. he and then whenever he got on the show, he would always get boned by spinning the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> he never actually made it to the showcase showdown. He couldn't figure out how to spin the wheel. Oh. Yeah, well, but the, he helped someone get like the perfect bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did the. He, but there's yeah, also the the, the pressure luck guy. guy. And you can sh- you can also see Bob Barker get like slightly jacked off that the same guy keeps yelling out all the time. Okay, Larry has another opinion. And it goes into that and like how great Bob Barker and the one producer was, and how like everything went to shit once like Drew Carey took over. Yeah. And stuff because they like they got mad at him. Yeah, we're Bob, like Bob, Bob Barker, Barker would just kind of just like court him in a little bit, you know, give yeah. him, give him, give him that few seconds that he wishes, and then move on. And and Drew Carey, like, what, what's that? Huh? What? What's that, man? Huh? And then and like they had like interviews with Bob Barker, and it makes him seem, seem like the most amazing person. Like, oh, in by the, the world. way, Bob Barker is about hundred and sixty. Yeah, and he looks <laughs> he looks terrible, but he has all of his marbles. Yeah, does he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can he still beat up Adam Sandler? Uh, I think any one of us could probably beat up Adam Sandler. We just tell him that his movies aren't funny, and then he's just bilking people for their cash. Well, he's been some okay ones. He had two good ones. Wait, we're getting off topic What are the two good ones? Hold on a second. What we were talking about is people who... um, Oh, piss me off. Yes. No, no, people who broke game shows. <laughs> no, Jeff I had a, which means Jeff had a point to make, right? Okay. My, yeah. Because there was there was the guy who went on Press Your Luck after studying the because uh, it, it Press Your Luck was the show with the whammies. Where the, where yeah, the it's on TV cat. now. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, yeah oh, it's back okay. on. But there, you know, there's... yeah, there was a guy who figured out the pattern to the the thing that would go around the screen to different squares. But then there was the whammy. Mm-hmm. But you could keep pressing your luck and say, I want to go again and go again and go again. And this thing would go around the screen, go around the screen. It would be different about some money, whatever it was. You know, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop! stop. Yeah. Just stop. And then you hit a button. The guy figured out the pattern to it. So he goes on the show and he just kept going and going and going and won a whole bunch of money. He won <laughs> like over a million dollars, I think. Yeah, he won a shitload of money because he just kept going because he knew the pattern. Damn. Yeah, he knew how to not get the whammy because the whammy would just take all your money and you'd be screwed. You were... You know, and then it. he was found out. <laughs> yeah, but that was the thing. They figured it out, and they had to change the way that they did the, the game because this guy figured out the game. He broke it. Huh. And the same guy also figured out uh, scratch-off lottery tickets <laughs> because all the tickets... Holding them up to the light. Well, here's the thing. No, <laughs> not like that. All the tickets were numbered. Oh. So he would go to the convenience store... And see certain numbers on the tickets, and realize that which ones were going to pay out and which ones weren't. And mm. the lo- state lotteries had to change the way How they, they did. do it. Yeah, the way they did it, make it not so simple. Because this guy figured it out. Huh? Yeah. That's incredible. And then but, we, but I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to say recently we had our uh, the guy on Jeopardy. Oh yeah, James oh, Holzhauer. He, he did a lot of studying on um, Jeopardy, where the daily doubles are, and. How to basically how to scam the game? Yeah. I have, mean, I, 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 well, wasn't that a bit disappointing though? Too that he didn't even come close to Ken Jennings. Yeah, I, it was. I, I do kind of wonder about those people. Like, shouldn't they be like trying to like cure cancer or like <laughs> no. rocket to Mars or something? No, nope. because, because these people are are they have highly specialized yeah yeah the, no, interests. The pressure luck guy is such dead. incredible drive yeah, he is though. 
such like incredible drive. Like I could never do that. I could never be that focused on something. But he was a really smart guy, and I think he was some kind of important person. But I I, I know he had financial problems. I think he had oh, financial yeah, yeah. problems they, before the show. He had IRS problems and that. Yeah. Mm. So he needed to go and press your luck. <laughs> <laughs> and create even more problems yeah. for himself. He didn't create more problems. He created problems for the show. <laughs> so, uh, second thing. Second that, thing pissing you off. Second thing that annoys me. Uh, today's show had Toby Keith on. And I'm, like, stuck in this doctor's office. Like, Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can't get away from it. It's oh on the boy. TV. And he performs this song called That's Country, Bro. Now, all three of you mm-hmm. have listened to right. that song. Yes. We, we did listen to the song during the break. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to... <clears> you know, guys... I really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't tell me what you think, because I wanted to see if you guys thought the same thing. Is there a song, and I'll, I'll throw it out there to you guys, that it sounds very similar to in the verse? Very similar to in the verse? Yeah. Yes. However, I spent the break also rattling my limited knowledge of this song. Uh, it was on when I used to work in a grocery store. Yeah, and it was on the Radicchio's soundtrack, hmm. so it played every forty minutes. That's country rail play. No, 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 not the song. The song, oh. the song that, I'm, that, I'm, that I want to talk about. Okay, well, let's. Say I the barely song. remember any of it, but it was just one of those songs that all they did was just mention artists and other songs during the verse. Yeah. And I don't remember. I don't. I barely remember anything other than that. CC Rider was was mentioned in, in the verses, and then uh, it was awful. I hated it, and it played every forty minutes well, during my shift. I was thinking, did you got what's the song that you guys thought of? Me personally, yeah. The the song that came into my head was "We Didn't Start the Fire." Yes, exactly. It's a rip-off of "We Didn't Start the Fire." It's the same intonation. It's the same. We didn't start the fire. It's the same tune. It's the same tune for the verse. It's yeah. country bro, and it was always playing on grocery store PA systems. The verses are the same. It's the same. Yeah. In, it's the same inflections and all that in the verse. That's true. It is. I didn't pick up on that. I yeah, did. <laughs> it's we didn't start the fire for the verses, and then I just thought it really sucked. What annoyed me, oh God, someone needs to give a description of the song. He's good at description. One of you guys, can see, this is, this is where if we had like a, a network that would have rights, <laughs> this would be I'll, this I'll would be try. super useful. We could just play it and go, oh, that stinks. Here's, yeah, here, here, yeah. I'll try. Um, it's it's he, he just says a bunch of names of old time country people who are all dead. Yes. They're except all... for except for Dolly Parton. And he says, "That's country, bro." <laughs> Charlie, Pr- <laughs> Charlie, country, Pride is, bro. Charlie Pride is not dead either. Because he's okay. like, "These these go. guys are on my level." Yeah, but then I'm on their level. So Carson Daly right. is interviewing interviewing him after. Why is Carson Daly on the Today Show now? I think he is. They canceled now. his other show. WMTV. Yeah. Timmy used to describe Carson Daly as "God bless him, he tries." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> he had an amazing. Uh, Supporting role. What happened to TRL? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did a great job in Windy City Heat. Yes, that was what I was going to bring up. He had an amazing he supporting role in Windy City Heat. Yeah. Carson Daly's a joke. Carson Daly's a joke. Yeah, I'm up against a scary <laughs> fairy. <laughs> scary fairy. Scare master. <laughs> Before we get on to that again, though. <laughs> we need to stay away from the scare yes. master. Uh, All right, I, I looked up the lyrics to We Didn't Start the Fire. 
And uh, I guess we'll have to do a Toby Keith to the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific. It's the Walter same song. Wilson, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, oh, God, same, yeah. It, it is, is the same, same thing. thing. That's the same phrasing. Oh, that's yeah. the same phrasing. That's yeah. fantastic. Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, <laughs> Stuart Baker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. We didn't start the fire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, the same God. song. <laughs> oh, that's oh, this, this I was not expecting this angle from you, <laughs> to be honest, because because I, I, I had like my experience was that, that that every forty minutes song at the grocery store where it was just like it was just one of those songs that just mentions other songs and other artists. No, my issue is uh, my dad, the geyser, as he called <laughs> the geyser. He <laughs> loves Billy Joel. So as soon I'm as I'm not I, surprised. Yeah, <laughs> he seems like he would be a Billy Joel guy. One time he told me like we're, Billy Joel's we're riding, all right, man. Yeah. We're in his Bonneville. He thought his Bonneville was the best car ever. Yeah, the Bonneville too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has a lot of power. He's uh, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> Billy Joel. You know, like a lot of uh, a lot of ladies like Billy Joel. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get some pussy, uh, yeah, he, he tried to make it out like like he was a pussy how because he was listening. <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> hey, the, the girls, they all get wet for Billy Joel. <laughs> now, now, if the man is playing Billy Joel, but it's only been two months, you don't give up the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he did the same thing oh, to shit. my uh, brother-in-law, Matt, because... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know, you grew up in the 70s. Like, what did you listen to? And he's like, yeah, I like the Carpenters. <laughs> you know, you, you'd meet a lady you say, hey, you want to come back to my place and listen to the Carpenters? <laughs> uh, the Carpenters is even less surprising. <laughs> but anyways, because of that... <laughs> I'm a Billy Joel aficionado. Like, he yeah, has greatest hits on hey, CD. Hey, go over my record collection over there. I have a few Billy Joel albums. Yeah, yeah fucking Glass Houses is awesome. Yeah, it's there's a great some, album. There's some Play okay. something from The Stranger! <laughs> <laughs> no, let's keep it the 80s. Let's keep it fun. We're 80s, 80s Billy Joel. We're strictly 80s Billy Joel. Strictly baby. 80s. Uptown <laughs> Girl sucks! <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, but, um... So, was your dad giving mad advice about how to get his daughter's pussy? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, I want to fuck my daughter. Let's put on some uh, Billy Joel, you know, at the 52nd Street or anything. No, it was it wasn't advice. It was it was more of a like a yeah, like yeah, back in my day. Oh, okay. Yeah, back in my oh, day, I, uh, I used to get the ladies. Uh, I'd invite them over to listen to some uh, carpenters. To I was famous some mad puss. <laughs> so the Billy, carpenters, Billy Joel, the carpenters. Oh God. Joseph Stalin, Malinekov, Nasseran, Rockefeller, Campanella, Communist Block, Bro, Roy Cohn, Joy Perron, Toscani, Day Crone, DNB and Foo Falls, Rock Around the Clock. Yeah, he just totally ripped it off. That's but- Billy Joel pussy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But the other thing that he said, like, he was getting interviewed by Carson Daly, and he's just like, 
Yeah, now today, the country music, it ain't so country anymore. It's not. <laughs> but that's the thing. He started that. <laughs> that's his fault. He didn't start that. He really didn't. He but didn't, he's he didn't really not, he, part of it. He yeah, didn't start really part of it. And he's <laughs> kind of part of it. Because the direction that country music has gone now, as far as what the executives are putting out it's there. It's almost like EDM music. Like, I, I well, gotta listen the, to it. What I hear a lot. a lot is the term tractor rap. Tractor yeah. rap? <laughs> tractor rap. <laughs> tractor rap. That's... So you have a hip, well, not even a hip-hop beat, but you have a, a pop music beat, which is not indicative of country music. You know, country music is... Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was going to have a baby on my front porch behind my pickup truck (laughs) (laughs) by Lurleen Lumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, um, what's her name? Mm. I forget. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) But that, that he would have the balls to say, like, He's more country. <laughs> like, he's hilarious. He is, well, the thing is, yeah, he kind of... He partici- is kind of now, He participated but... in, like, the first part of uh, <laughs> of that direction, but the direction that, that country music is now is fucking embarrassing, and he's not part of that. It's like the people who, who voted for George Bush, and then, like, were like, oh, I don't know what happened with Trump. <laughs> it's like, he kind of started us on this path. You know, I, I don't even like the old country music. Yeah, it's actually, not, it's, actually, yeah. I do. 70s I do. country, there's some good stuff. I like Johnny Cash. I like liberal well, 70s my problem Johnny, country. My, my problem with Johnny Cash is I can do... Ooh, like some Charlie Daniels. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can do an impression of every Johnny Cash song ever. Are you ready? That's that's all of them. Got a little dough, everybody. That's way too tenor for Johnny Cash. I have a little dough. That's more like it. Yeah. And uh, but guys like Willie Nelson, Charlie Pride, Merrill Haggard, even actually one of the best country songs ever heard uh, was Jerry Lee Lewis, who was a rock rock and roll guy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The song "What's Made Milwaukee Famous." He's like one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock, five, six. No, seven. that wasn't That's Bill Haley, your old girl. <laughs> <laughs> also, Bill Haley, I guess. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's not uh, besmirch the name of Bill well, Haley. Well, well, just the, the, in he? those days. <laughs> in those days, it was really common for the for the really popular rock singers to get underage girls from time to time. Yeah. Hey, Elvis did it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Jerry Lee Lewis too. Yeah. His 13-year-old cousin. Yeah, I think that was what people really objected to, was the fact that it was his cousin. <laughs> wasn't yeah. that she was 13? Yeah, it wasn't that she was 13, it, <laughs> it was, was that she was his cousin. cousin. Hey, now, just, just wait a goddamn minute, that's your cousin! <laughs> now, here's a nice 13-year-old girl from the church! <laughs> <laughs> but, well, that, but yeah, but like the, the certain elements, you know, the, the, the twang... Is probably the best term I've ever heard. I just thought it was pretty ballsy to say, like... I'm real country. Real country, yeah. I thought Toby Keith saying he was real country was... It's the American way. (laughs) Well, he's real country in the sense that he writes his own shit. Because he began as a songwriter. By ripping off Billy uh, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) I almost said Billy Idol. 
He had the man. Yeah, could you he, imagine he country music ripping off Billy Idol? <laughs> Holy no, fuck! No, he may have he he may have gone in the direction of just the side. Little farm girl came dancing to my door. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, gosh, boy. Uh, okay. Now, Lawrence, you mm-hmm. uh, you had you want to talk about AEW wrestling? Okay. AEW wrestling, go. Okay, so they had a they had their fighter fest thing. Okay, and, I, and this is going to be really short because I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than was this. it pay per view? No, you could watch it for free on TNT. No, on uh, it streamed on BR Live. Well, no one's going to no see it. Well, I mean, the idea was to get you to stream the 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 big show to buy BR Live. But anyway, they were they were doing this at the at this thing fighter uh, fighter fest, which was a co promotion thing with a video game thing, right? So they make a lot of references to video games throughout the show and that. Uh, that's awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the main show was, was, was great. I'm not going to cast aspersions on the main show because it was, it was good wrestling. But the pre-show, holy fucking jumping shitballs, was that a disaster. Bad they, wrestling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad wrestling, which... I mean- is I think there was a such thing as bad wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they the the one match I want to talk about. I mean, other there was a segment that was bad in, in another one, but the match that was the worst, one of the worst matches I've ever seen. That wasn't in some backyard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> next, Two fat guys wearing ICP shirts. Yeah, yeah, next, yeah. next to an above ground pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a guy named Michael Nakazawa, and he's like a comedy wrestler, and his gimmick is that he he pours baby oil all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wanted to set you up for that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he pours, you knew. Yeah, you I knew. fucking knew, didn't I did, you? I did know, yeah. <laughs> he pours baby oil all over himself in order to escape holds. <laughs> oh, baby hey, it's oil. a smart idea. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the gag, right? And he had a hardcore match, which wasn't really a hardcore match because they didn't really do anything oh, hardcore. So it was a regular core match. Yeah, really. <laughs> and he kind switches of. baby oil brands, thus making <laughs> it being less effective. And like people don't know this, you, uh, the one baby oil, oil brand is his sponsor. You know what? No that, Johnson and Johnson! That would make it so much more entertaining if there was that level of thought to this. I only use Johnson and but Johnson baby oil. He he, he worked uh, a guy named Alex Jabaley, who isn't a wrestler. He was the CEO of the event. Okay. And... What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean he worked with them as in like wrestled against he, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he wrestled against the guy who put together the event. Okay. Yeah. So how do I get to be a CEO of an event? I, I guess and you have to be that really pay? rich. I guess you have to be. Well, he he paid. He put oh, never the mind. event I'm not on. Interested. Yeah. So he it, it was just so he. But could it was get an his, investment. Yeah. He got his jollies wrestling Michael Nakazawa in a pre-show match, and it was the slowest, the most boring. The most painful wrestling match I've ever seen. And I've seen Andre the Giant after his back surgery. <laughs> so this CEO guy, yeah. he, was, he wasn't really like a, a real wrestler. No, no. Just he, like Jay Leno. He just, he was yeah. A, he or, was a guy who was as bad. <laughs> so he was a guy who just liked wrestling and wanted to like, oh, I can wrestle too. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah like, Except Tim had a good point. Like the president. 
Yeah. Our current <laughs> president of the United States. Was hey. in professional wrestling. Hey, how many countries can say that, though? <laughs> hey, I you know that's, what? That's pretty awesome. It's, I mean, it's kind of like idiocracy. I will partially give, coming true. I know, a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'll give. It's pretty cool. I'll give Don. <laughs> I'll give Don credit. He did take a bump. Good. It for was him. a really awful bump, but he took it. Hey, he took a bump. He took the bump. So. Okay. Vince McMahon actually subjected himself to stink face though. So oh, well, you know, you, Vince problem. will do anything. Donnie's got some work to do. Vince will do anything, but I mean, no, Vince, I took a bump. in that very same match that Donald took a bump, Vince had his head shaved. Yeah, I took <laughs> a bump, <laughs> just like the Continental Army stormed the British airports in 1776. <laughs> Beautiful, good callback. Beautiful. Thank you. What is a bump? Like cocaine? He just did a bump <laughs> before he went. No, a bump is literally hey, just taking a few of those. Am I right? A bump is just taking a landing on the mat. Um, they call it a bump. I have heard um, suspicions mm-hmm. that Donald Trump was using amphetamines during his campaign. Oh, I bet. Uh, because the pe- people who were around him talked about how he just like never stopped. He never took a break. He never. That's he, why he won. It seemed like he never slept. He well, like Vince McMahon, he never sleeps. He never sleeps. Like he was never tired. Like he just always had energy all the time. Yeah. Well, the, the, the guy never sleeps anyway. Uh, Trump? Yeah, Trump yeah. never sleeps. There are rumors that he has a particular pharmacist somewhere in New York City that, you know, supplies him what used to be called diet pills. <laughs> <laughs> or the, um, remember the episode of Mad, Mad Men where they have to work over the weekend? The, bi- the vitamin so, B shot. Yeah, yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Fieldman shows up with his vitamin B shots, which are really just amphetamines. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what Donald Trump is using. <laughs> But yeah, that 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 pre-show was a disaster. And there was another spot I wanted to talk about too. If they continue to do this, they're going to fail hard. There's a there was a point uh, point on the pre-show where they had a match where the gimmick for the girl, one girl is that she's a librarian. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you'd think, but mm. then she took her glasses off and undid her hair and waved it around real quick and then undid two <laughs> buttons. She, she undid her girdle. <laughs> and they're like, ah, she's just fat. <laughs> well, the gimmick, the gimmick was is that they they stop during points of the match. She stops during points of the match and tries to shush the audience. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but it's but, funny, but it's also stupid. It's stupid because it, it would be something if she waited until she had like control or you know there was a lull in the action. She would like get her opponent down, and then she would go shh, and would just be distracted for ten minutes doing this. And they actually did a dueling thing where her opponent also tried to shush the crowd. The crowd was dueling shushes, dueling shushes, (laughs) and it's a shush match. (laughs) Yeah, and it it got so distracting that like I forgot there was a wrestling match supposed to go. It was just like them doing the comedy thing. They're shushing back wow, and forth. This, I mean, WWE, they had like cage matches and first blood and like shit like that. But this, this wrestling the, outfit has shush matches? Yeah. I'm on board. Although I will, I will give them credit for their, for their main event. Who doesn't like a little bit of silence? I just want the crowd to shut the hell up when I'm watching a sporting event. And, and in, that, in that case, Jeff, I recommend New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan. Oh, well, it's the, Japanese people. are always quiet. They yeah. should. They should They're have. Like, uh, they should have the librarian fight the golf official. <laughs> <laughs> the golf official should be uh, a character. There, there, ha- there have been wrestling golfers in the past. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but the golf official with the, with the quiet sign. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, there's never been that. 
I think, if I recall correctly, so they come in the record. She's shushing, and the other guys holding the quiet sign. <laughs> <laughs> they could, they could well, be a stable. Yeah, anyway, that, those were my only two real thoughts on the show. They can't be doing that on TV, because I think people will get sick of it. And also, <laughs> another thing, too, they didn't show Orange Cassidy, which surprised me. Orange Cassidy, he is a guy who dresses in pants, much like Timmy is wearing right now. Hmm. And uh, his He's gimmick a, is, is yeah, that he doesn't it, care. It, so, space pants, because Timmy's ass is out of this world. Exactly. Ooh, ah, that's true. That's the third time I used that joke on the podcast. <laughs> So anyway, his gimmick is is he comes out wearing sunglasses, no shirt, the jeans that are all ripped up, and he wrestles with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> How does that work? Use your face? That just, just you know, people? it's really weird. He takes bumps with his hand. It's actually quite impressive because he can do a kick up with his hands in his pockets, and that is really impressive. Yes, it it is because yeah. well, <laughs> you're down and you like shoot up. Oh, the ninja thing yeah. where you're on your back and you... And you shoot oh. up. Like, uh-huh. It's really impressive to do it with your hands in your pockets. I can do that. <laughs> but anyway, they didn't show him, so I was surprised he wasn't involved in the uh, comedy librarian match. That would be a good one. Someone who fights with one arm tied behind their back. And before we move on to the next topic, actually, I wanted to bring something else up. Okay. And that is that... You guys have some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon oh yeah yeah we should talk about that uh, since we're on this subject. Lawrence are you pregnant no he just looks that way uh, yeah. well yeah I guess is it yours you know <laughs> I, uh... so uh, what were you saying coming soon coming soon is a project that we've been working on yes oh, let's oh. Not... Oh, nice. Should we, should we tease in. that yet? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Because okay. we're, we're going to tease it for the next few episodes because it's going to take a, a good deal of work. We're, we're not going to yeah. bullshit the audience about uh, how long. Well, it's it's coming at some but, point. But it's something that we're working on that we're really <laughs> excited about. Coming eventually. About. Coming eventually, yeah. But we're, we're, we're in the midst like of working on Like that Kogos on, on Pony Farm. I'm just speaking <laughs> of the Kogos, okay? There was a... It was a there was a building, a shitty abandoned building that got torn down. And then there was this, this vacant lot. All right? And they put a sign up that said, coming soon, Kogo's. Spring 93. Yeah, spring 94, summer 97. And so... Like, and that just said, Kogo's, coming. In Braddock, there's a... Did it ever uh, come? Yes! Yeah! Oh, good. Eventually. Oh. Like, I, think, I think 98 it came. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. Late 90s it came. So I saw this documentary on, on Braddock, and they had uh, it closed up like shop fronts. And the, like it was talking about like gentrification. And there was, like, one, coming soon, uh, Crazy Mocha. I worked there for, like, three or four months. That's probably been there for, like, four or five years. <laughs> crazy Mocha is not coming to Braddock. I'm going to call those Crazy Mocha people. Okay, well, unlike Crazy Mocha, this, this, this thing is that happening. we're doing is, is going to come because we're putting the work in. Yeah. We're doing the rehearsals. Summer 97. And what it is is a wrestling murder mystery. A noir. Yeah. A it was, noir. It was Tim's idea. It was, it was Tim's actually idea. Tim's yes. idea. <laughs> if you and go... then I've done absolutely nothing with it since, but I came up with yeah. it. You, you know what? You get credit for the idea. You know what? You can, you can have created by. Yeah. As the credit. I'm the creator. Uh, yeah. Co-creator. Co- <laughs> <laughs> and so what we're going to do is a, 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 probably about eight to ten, I would say, ten-minute pieces. Yeah, they'll be in they'll this, be divided in, up. In yeah. an old-timey scripted radio format. Yeah, like a radio serial performed, from the old days. Performed by us. Yeah. 
of a wrestling now, murder mystery. Here's the thing: Are we going to put it within our show? Or are we going to do this? We separate? decide. We decide that the amount of production work that is going to go mm, into separate. it's going to be it's going to be separate. Yeah, I'm going to release them separately. Too, yeah. And should we put the? Are we going to release those on on the YouTubes as well? I'm going to put it up. I'm going to try and release it on YouTube. I'm going to, you know, we're going to, I'm going to try and release it everywhere I, I can. Cause I think this is still release it under our show too. Yes. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to release it. It'll be, it'll look like Special you have, edition yeah, it, I'll, I'll mark it. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah it'll, it'll, and they'll be fairly short. Like he said, between 12 to, you know, yeah, we're looking at about 10 minutes. Yeah. An episode. About 10 to 12 minutes. I would think around about, but we ran through rehearsal. We had a, a lot of fun. Doing oh yeah. It. Yeah. It was, it was an absolute blast. Probably no more than Jeff actually. Well, Jeff is fantastic. <laughs> That's true. I am. Jeff, yeah. uh, I'm, I don't want to think. Do we? Should we give the characters away? Who some of us are no. playing? But you nah. want it to be a surprise? Nah. I think we've no. teased it enough. We, I think we've, it enough. we've teased it appropriately. We've, we've teased We're good. it. Enough. Okay, so uh, be on the lookout for that at some point. Just letting you guys know that our wrestling murder mystery noir is coming at some point. At some point, uh, we can't necessarily say soon, but. I don't think we got a couple scripts together, but we're we're gonna wait till we we load up a few more before we actually start. I'll at least wait until we have about four done. And I've I've done two. One's completely finished, I think, and then the second one needs a little needs a little punching up, but that'll be done, no problem. We can. All right, all right, right. that's that's been it for us. So, uh, Lawrence, why don't you take us home? All right, so uh, it's been a real blast, everybody. We've had fun for John, for Jeff, for Tim. I'm Lawrence saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, let's try Three Stooges. Ready? <laughs> no, we're done. No, I want to try Three Stooges. No, show's over. <laughs> I want to try it. Let's just try it and see if it if it's good, we'll keep it in. Give us a bye-bye. 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 <laughs>